Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Go To There, 30 Rock Podcast, a weekly chronological journey through 30 Rock, looking at the jokes, the references, the highs, the lows, and all of the blurbs that come with one of the best shows of the 21st century. As always, I am your host, Curtis Stone, and joining me is... David Inc. And welcome to episode 21, final episode of season one, Hiatus, which I need to do a quick admission of fault uh the last episode i called this the finale episode as the title was finale it is the finale episode but its title is hiatus not finale. i did not catch that until way too late so i apologize but oh well i cannot believe that you committed such I know. a factual error i know but i'm you, owning you've up to it. damaged our brand it's now. better than i'm owning yeah, up to it, it. I, it could like i could be just an outright denier you know, would you rather me be a finale denier? Even the New York Times issues corrections. That's so. true. So you're in wonderful I'm, company. I'm in good company with New York Times, and they allow white supremacists in their newspapers. So. Anyway, welcome to episode 21, hiatus. David, give us a quick summary slash synopsis of this episode, please. It's the finale. Jack's mom <laughs> comes to town. Tracy. It falls into a, 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 a the miser- movie misery. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, Jack has a heart attack. Yeah. Uh, oh, and he doesn't get married either. Spoiler alert. No, uh, I, from basically beat one of this episode, I was like, oh my God, this is what 30 Rock is known for. Everything is super sharp. Everything is super fast paced. Everything is just moving at this rapid fire. That it's like, this is what seasons two, three, and four are all of 30 Rock. And I love it. And, and this is easily the strongest episode of the finale trilogy. Oh, for sure. As well as probably one of the top three episodes of the first season. Everything is just so perfect that it just moves great. Elaine Stritch does a fantastic it, job. It has Elaine Stritch, R.I.P. R.I.P. She won um, Best Supporting Guest guest in uh, the Oscars this year. Or the Oscars. <laughs> uh, the, uh, Best the Guest Emmys Actress for, for the Emmys. Yes. Yeah, the Emmys for this episode. And, I mean... Once you see it, you will totally understand why she she does a bang up job with, even though she's really only episode I'd say collectively about five minutes. She just sort of steals every scene and she does a fantastic job, yeah. and she's just a great character. She's a very sassy old broad. This was back when you won guest Emmys for actual guest roles as opposed to being in like half the episodes of the season and having a good amount of screen time. Right. But... <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I, it's a deserved win though she, yeah. she's fantastic I, I love when we get her back every time this is also the last episode we have of Rachel Dratch until the live episode so we won't see her again oh, for another three seasons so bye Poor Rachel, Rachel Dratch <laughs> what was she doing? Uh, I'm sure she was doing that. Well, she did no because she Bratz... randomly popped up on Billy on the street but I guess that would have been yeah, after this that that's, after a, that's literally the only thing I well no she was in Broad City Oh, she was a right. couple times. That's actually. Right. She was in the first season, I think. So I probably have seen season. her things that I forgot about. Yeah, she seems like she's just one of those comedic actresses. She'll just pop up in supporting roles. She's great. I, I wish she had more work, or at least I'd seen more work that she's done. She is consistently good. But uh, uh, any uh, last first thoughts before we hop in, or just hop right in? Let's hop right Let's in. Hop right in. All right. So the, in the cold open, we get sort of a what previously happened from the to be continued of the last episode and so we're going to skip that but we get this sort of uh how would you describe it back and forth of uh i guess physical checkups between liz and jack and just yeah liz and jack are both the doctor their respective doctors and 
they're stressed out and things are not going great. Yep, but obviously Liz shows it way before Jack ever does. Cough. <coughs> and cough. <coughs> and cough. <coughs> okay, now let's start the examination. Are you getting enough sleep? No. Drinking water? No. Are you exercising at all? No. You're still working those long hours. Yes. I feel great. My wedding's in a couple of days. The 18th, right? Same as Bianca's. I guess our friends will just have to choose between us. My mother's coming up from Florida to attend Bianca's wedding, so it's perfect. Do you have any questions about the wedding night? You're actually in better shape than last year. You lost a couple pounds, your, your lab work is good, and your blood pressure is... 310 over 280. We have a winner. How's the stress eating? Under control. You're still not eating right, huh? No, but I am eating a lot. You sound stressed. My boyfriend is moving to Cleveland. Oh. Now I'm going to go visit him over vacation. Okay, well. And my boss is super mad at me because I know that he fell asleep on top of his fiance. Have I given you my new book? It's about having a satisfying love life. For life. Is that you in these pictures? My techniques guarantee male orgasm. As the season finale of my show this week, a star is missing and may have been abducted by a cabal of powerful black celebrities. That sounds stressful. So that's a, I mean, we're still we're still in the cold opening. We've got one last bit before, but just I like the that rapid back and forth of Jack and Liz's physical exams it was just so much fun, and it, it is what the series becomes. And I'm glad that they realized that in the first season. And, and as we come upon season two, uh, we get to see more of that, and it's a lot of fun. But then we cut back to Thirty Rock, and they're they're realizing Tracy was sort of the biggest product they have of the show, even though Jenna's a little. They were doing that. The show existed before he was there. So, from a plot perspective, you can see it's really it's really starting to manifest in Jack, where obviously marrying her is the wrong decision, and his deep down his body knows it because it keeps rebelling against him. But he's still trying to to push through. It's right. like that's basically the source of all it, it, because he's holding in all the real reasons why he shouldn't marry her. They're starting to manifest yeah. in. Des- generally feeling miserable and awful yeah well that's the irish in people that's we just true. we just bottle everything up that's we don't true. share emotions and then we die and everything's good yeah. there's no problems in the world it's it's wonderful yep and liz tries to rally the troops to see if they can figure out how to find tracy has anybody heard from tracy at all grizz.com anything well, I guess if he's not back by tomorrow morning, we'll give some of his parts to Josh and cut the rest. Can I play Barack Obama? No, it's bad enough we have Tracy playing Barack Obama. I'm trying to get a head count for the end of the year party. Should I include Tracy and his guests, or do you think he's dead? No, he's not dead. He's just... Lemon, could I speak with you a moment? I know you and I are not on good terms, but we do need to work together to bring Tracy back here. Do you think I'm trying to not find Tracy? Well, Lemon, I cannot endure another failure. Jack, trust me, nobody wants to do the show without Tracy. We used to do it every week without him. I'm just saying. Oh, I hope he's okay. I hope he's taking his medication. And I hope he took a jacket, because it can get real chilly there. I'm sorry, but I swore I wouldn't tell anyone where Tracy is. Kenneth. My ex-girlfriend is a member of the Black Crusaders. I can make all this go away. My lips are sealed. 
key in pocket. You, you are pissing off the wrong goon. guy, Do you hear me? You, and you like tell me where he is, you, you mouth-breathing Appalachian! Fine. I will tell you, right now, that you are never gonna find him. That is some workplace <laughs> harassment. He needs to go to HR. Yeah, I agree. It's a good slap, though. Yeah. Good sound. Just, I bet that was very satisfying. Uh, not for Kenneth. He's got. He leaves with a smile on his face. Also, it's not the worst thing that happens to him this episode. No, at least, well, unwillingly it is. Well, yes, but, but it's not yeah. the most painful thing that happens to him right, this episode. Right, right. It gives a, a better it way a to phrase it for him. But uh, yeah. I, we get like another Star Wars reference of Liz willing to cut Kenneth up like a tauntaun. Um, yeah, uh, it's a solid cold open. And then we come back and we are, do we know where it is? Needmore, Pennsylvania. Needmore, Pennsylvania. Do they have rednecks there? Or? Oh, from what, Pennsylvania is basically the cities and the country, which the country is real rural, and oh. from what I understand, its nickname is Pennsylvania for a reason. Thanks. All right, need more Pennsylvania. I will not make that on my list of places to go. But we uh, get Sean Hayes uh, is playing uh, Kenneth's cousin in Need More Pennsylvania. <laughs> I think you have me confused with someone else. My name is Gordon Tremeshko. Oh. I'm Jesse Parcell, Kenneth's cousin. Kenneth should have given you the cold word. What? That's it. Such a thrill to meet you. Hey, thanks for taking me in, Jesse. I won't be a burden. Now, make me a smoothie and let's go clubbing. Oh, we don't have dancing or liquor here. But Cousin Kenneth sent me all your movies. At night, I laughed so hard, it really riles up the wolves. Yeah. Oh, I loved Honky Grandma be tripping. That's good. Check it, check it. Now you boys sit down, so this Honky Grandma gonna show you how to break dance. <laughs> then he went, oh. Check it, two times. It was so funny. I nearly wet my other pair of underpants. <laughs> so this is... Just uh, this is about a year after Will and Grace has ended its first run, so I don't think Sean Hayes was doing too much. Uh, I think the biggest thing he did post Will and Grace was he did like a a Jerry Lewis, Dean Martin, uh, like made for TV movie. I feel like it was a CBS thing, um, but uh, he also did oh, what was that stupid movie called with Josh Dumal and Topher Grace. I the basic plot of the movie is this like girl that lives in like rural nowhere wins a I love you, Chad Hop Tad Hopper. Win a date with Tad Hamilton. That's it. Yeah, he he and Nathan oh, Lane are in that. Really? Um, they're like the they're his they're the the characters agents. Ah. Um. Yeah, it's a pretty crappy movie. Um, Good title though. Anyway, sure. <laughs> One thing I find unintentionally hilarious about this episode is they talk. Liz talks in the opening about how it's about to be the season finale, mm-hmm. but then we get to Pennsylvania and there's snow on the ground. So I was thinking, well, are they having an early season finale? Most season finales don't, ha- and network season finales don't happen until April or May when it's right. going to be pretty warm. And then they get to the part later and they're 
when uh, Liz is on the phone with Floyd about the weather, and they both say it's in the 40s. And then at the end, when they're when Jenna's saying farewell at the end of the show, she says, have a great summer. So I think this episode is chronologically confused. Well, climate change, you know. It doesn't happen that quickly. Well, you know, it could happen in the span of one episode. Who knows? Yeah, uh, I mean, it, I feel like that's, that's being a little pedantic, which that's what it is what we do in this show. But you're right, you're right. But I mean, it's not like it's a Yes, it's minor nitpickers' it's, corner, right, but right, still, right. it's but just, I mean, it's it was just funny because... Like, it's not a ton of snow either. I mean, it's it's basically, it looks like slush. It doesn't look like it's freshly fallen. Right, but in May, when the, I mean, the, the when at the end of May, when most shows are having their season finales, there is not much snow left in many places, and it's not in the 40s. I mean, even in Pennsylvania... Do you live in Needmore, Pennsylvania? I Do sure don't. Do you live don't. in New York? You don't know what their weather is like. <laughs> I mean, there's people that still, I think someone just mentioned, yeah, a coworker just mentioned in Chicago last week they just had snowfall. Yes, it so was it was April, coming. but I'm talking about end of May when season finales well, are. Mid, mid, mid end of May. Men, yeah. It's possible. But it's also like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to argue too much because it's just like it's not worth the argument. But I agree with, well, no. I hear what you're saying, but I don't really care enough to continue this discussion because <laughs> it's. I just think it's funny. It's one of the weird because uh, it's. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I guess. I don't know. Seems like an odd thing to. Seems like an odd hill to die on. I'm dying on <laughs> anything. I was just pointing out how in one scene they say it's about to be our season finale this week, and the next scene is there's snow on the ground. Yeah. Well, they could have a short season. Maybe. It's, yeah. I, until, have a great summer. Right, right, until she said have a great summer, it could have been like, well, I don't ending in January, which the snow would have been a lot worse. We spent way too much fucking time on this. Let's move on and let's meet Elaine Stritch as Colleen. Did you call Tracy's wife on the phone? Yeah, as far as she knew, he's been shooting a vampire movie in Bucharest since February. Lemon, I'm getting married in a couple of days and I don't need any more stress in my life right now. Jackie Kin. Colleen, I mean, Mom. Oh, never mind. Well, 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 well. <laughs> this must be the one, huh? Phoebe, welcome. No, no, no. No, I'm welcome, 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 welcome. Mother, mother, uh, this is not Phoebe. No, no. This is not Phoebe? Well, why the hell not? I mean, she's perfect. Character, she got strength of character. And I'll tell you something else. She's got a good, solid baby bucket. <laughs> you are a sassy old broad, aren't you? Hello. Uh, mother, this is Phoebe. Phoebe, this is my mother. Hello, Mother Donaghy. I'm Phoebe. It's such a pleasure to meet you. I love your little hat. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's such a good reaction because I was expecting her to say something like, oh, Jack, not this one. Right. But, like, just, oh, my God, is yeah. way is so funny and way yeah. better. I mean, it still sounds like she has some sort of, like, social understanding. Like, I can't say this in front of her, but yeah. I... This is so unexpected that I just, I can't hold back I mean, from saying nothing. I have to say something. I mean, to be fair, saying, oh my God, in that exasperated tone is still pretty rude. Right, yeah, because the there's no other time. way to read it other than like, oh no. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like as the episode goes on, we realize Colleen is really just sort of looking out the best for Jack and what is good for him. Um, and she uh, she immediately knows that Liz is even better fit than Phoebe without having really met Phoebe. And can immediately say, like, no, Phoebe's just not a good match for my son. Um, but in the interest of fairness, I did look up Needmore, PA. <laughs> they are sharing almost identical weather to us. Oh, really? So their right now is in the mid-80s for this time of year. Um, so 
maybe just unseasonable cold <laughs> was running Who, maybe a very 12, very late snowstorm 12 that years year. ago in, in 30 rock land i don't know um, but Elaine Stritch, uh, we've we've already said it. And I, I I will I will say it every time she is in an episode of Thirty Rock. But she really just steals the episode every time she's in it. She's just she's so good. She's so sassy. She's just a catty little old lady that wants to take care of her son, but she realizes she has to be a little stubborn and yeah. uh, just a mom about it. And has yeah. to be a little strict sometimes. But it also kind of retrospectively puts their phone conversations in a different light. Because it's like, she doesn't really say anything that's that harsh or crazy right, yeah, ever. Like, yeah. I mean, she's not the most doting. But at the same time, like, she, she never really does anything that's, like, outwardly aggressive or something to trigger, like, him yelling, you know, yelling the way he does right. at her dad. Like, or whatever, you know. I think we get a little bit of that in, a, uh, like, some later episodes when yeah. she's staying with him. She she gets a little aggressive or at least like gets a little obnoxious or annoying or whatever but yeah and at least in this episode she's she's relatively tame because i guess you know she's meeting new people so it makes sense that she has some sort of facade or she has like a character on to not scare off new people but she's a great character so kenneth calls to check in on uh jesse up in need or down in need more over over whatever in <laughs> in need more to check on see how Gordon Tremeshko is doing um, and then we get sort of a tinge of misery uh, in Jesse's call as well as his fandom of Tracy Ooh. I get it hello rooster this is the farmer is the egg safe the egg is in the nest good but be careful. The badger and the bear have been asking questions. I don't know who you're talking about. Listen, you don't have to worry about Tracy. Okay? He's with his biggest fan. Show Billy. Hey, Seed. Now, have you read or watched Misery? No, I just know the general... The general plot. Yeah. I haven't watched the movie. I read the book... I guess it's been about two years now since I've read it, but it was really good. Uh, uh, super, like, not cringy. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, just a good thriller. Like, uh, if, if you don't know the basic plot, it's a 20-year-old movie now. I'm surprised. God, at this point, it's going to get remade within the next five um, years, I think. Probably. Just, yeah. Anyway, the basic plot of Misery is there's a writer uh, in New York. He, uh, he has a very popular uh, book series. Um, the main character of the book is Misery. I can't think of her last name at the moment. Uh, and in his latest book, he decides to kill her off because he wants to finish writing that series and move on to working on other stuff. And uh, then he goes on a vacation. Then he decides, I'm going to go on a vacation. He goes up to the mountains. Uh, he tumbles off the road uh, and into a snowbank, and someone finds him and brings him, nurses him back to health. She says she's his biggest fan, blah, 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 blah. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates plays her in the movie, and James Caan is the the, uh, the main character in the movie. Um, but basically, it's sort of, it slowly starts off as like a charming nursing fandom, and then it turns really psychotic. Surprise! She I'm your biggest what fan. Is it, is it hobbling? She, I think she hobbles on it. It's either hobble or cobbling, but I'm pretty sure it's hobbling, where she puts a block between his ankles and smacks one of his ankles with a hammer, so... Just as he's getting better and he's be he'll be able to leave, she makes sure she he can, he will always be reliant on her. So it's it's really messed up. Um, but I would like I'd, I'd like to watch the movie at some point just to see how it syncs up with the book. But yeah, it's a misery situation almost. 
Yeah. Well, the, the tip of like it, it the tip off comes when uh, what's the Jesse. The tip off comes. Jesse. Yeah, yeah. The tip off comes when Jesse says something to the effect of being his biggest fan, and then that's when he, like it, the, 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 it's kind of like a wooded cabin, like I think. Mr. Yeah, Jesse's place. And so yeah. it's kind of sets the atmosphere, but it doesn't really play. It. Well, then, like as soon as he said that line, I was like, oh. Yeah, I mean, it, like it, the whole thing with misery, like they're out in the middle of sort of nowhere. He's in hiding for the most part. Like it's a secluded area. Um, so I mean, yeah, there's definitely like tinges of misery. Yeah, off and of still that. nothing sinister happens. Yeah, no, 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 no. But no, it's no, just no. Uh, nothing. It starts nothing, foreshadowing yeah, it, with yeah, that yeah, line. Like it could easily go there without a doubt. But uh, yeah, it's a, that, I think that's a fun book, and I, I, I want to try and watch the movie at some point. Um, but Liz gets invited to dinner with Jack and Phoebe and Colleen. I always thought it'd be lovely to get married in the spring, just as the petunias start to bloom. Sorry, Phoebe, what? I always wanted to marry in the spring, just as the petunias bloom. And just when the what? Oh dear, is she hard of hearing? No, 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 no! I can hear you. I just wanted to make sure you could hear you. That's such a good burn. It really is. But, I mean, she's not mispronouncing anything. Is it because she's saying it in such a pretentious way that she's calling her? Right, she just, did she just think it's, like, kind of just, like, over the top and ridiculous? Like she's British, that's how they talk. Well, I mean, (laughs) not... (laughs) Right, but just, like, saying, I want to get married in the spring. Like, it's it's such, like, a cliche, like, whatever, so... I, I mean, you know... She's like, to her, to Colleen's mind, it's just like she's not being real. She's just saying, like, you know, nice, generic, whatever nonsense. Well, I'm, she, we still don't actually know if she's British or if she's putting on. That's true. Sadly. We'll never know, sadly. This is the last we see of Phoebe. Not this scene, but this episode. <laughs> right. I'm off to the loo. No, what a good idea. All right. Scout's on her. What do you think of her? She's very well-read. And she's very stylish, don't you think? Mm. And, you know, the most important thing is she makes Jack very happy. She's like a white geisha. (laughs) (laughs) Say no more, shark eyes. Jack, I want you to face facts, all right? She is not the right girl for you. You got it wrong with Bianca, you remember? And now you're getting it wrong with what's her name? Well, you wanna know, Colleen, the only marriage in the history of St. Alice Catholic Church where the priest recommended the divorce. And it's not Bianca like Sanka, it's Bianca like Willy Wonka. Are you all right? <laughs> Could we order dessert? <laughs> I was like, well, my son's being dramatic again. Whatever. Yeah, we'll let the moment pass, and then yeah. we'll get some dessert. Yeah. She still hasn't been overly dramatic yet. Like, she's letting him, yeah. him be the one that, to, to show it off. But, yeah, that's a fun scene. And, and I like the reference of, of Colleen saying shark eyes to Liz because it's a throwback to how Jack described Liz in an earlier season. Earlier in the season, like, you got this black shark eyes. You know, it's like it's like a family thing. They just see it alive. But Gordon Tremeshko checks in. Studio Six H. Kenneth, you have to come get me. Really? 
But what about the Black Crusaders? I don't care what they do to me anymore. I'd rather die famous than to live for a hundred years like this. Carrying plastic bags, sitting on benches. Brushing my own teeth? This is unsuitable. Mr. Jordan, if you're serious, then we've got less than 24 hours. The show needs you. What are you doing? Hey, dude, Jesse. Hey, listen, I gotta get out of here because of... You're not going anywhere. And that phone is for local cults only! Hello? Misery! Remember when there were landlines where it costs lots of extra money to call outside of the local area? And I think by the end of... Well, I mean, landlines still exist. Of course. No, of course. The popularity. I think by the end, like, phone companies were just like, everything's free. Just you can call anybody you want anywhere in the world. Yeah. Just please have a landline. It's just like man. You well, because now they make all their money on on data and right, 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 well, yeah. not even text messages anymore because that's all included. It's, it's all just data. on data, yeah. Data, which is such a scam. I hate it so much. It's so gross. Ah, uh, but we get to see some premarital relations before the heart attack. Dreadful. Who wants to watch old people have sex? Did you have a chance to look at those silk samples I bought you? Jack, you desperately need new pajamas. They do such beautiful things, like wearing your own skin to bed. That sounds wonderful. Have you ever thought about a fair finish for that ceiling? Careful, my bones. Are you all right? Uh, well, with your condition, ordinarily, wouldn't you just be on top? I can't. I have vertigo. It's a bloody shame nobody waits for their wedding night anymore. Go to bed, mother. You promised you'd go over my taxes. Here it comes. The big one. Ride it, Donahue. Ride it straight to hell. Bollocks. So we just noticed something. Colleen says, you gotta help me with your taxes. And if this is happening in May... She's not a month See, late. more chronological. I, I wonder right. if, if, if or it was she's where... just like, I, I, all tax season's over. Let's start on my next year's. Could, I mean, that's true. Start. I I mean, that's maybe true. she runs a small business and she's getting ready for her quarterly taxes. Or she's had, not an audit, but she's had a, uh, an extension. Maybe she's had an extension. I don't know. Again, Could it's being super pedantic about a show that... But about stuff that doesn't matter in the show that will yeah. never come back. No, but, it, but it almost makes you wonder like, if some of the plots were supposed to be originally at different times and they uh, moved them or around. Or maybe that was bit. the funniest line they could think of yeah. or that they settled on for this because I feel like you could say anything else. I don't know. It's still funny for the most part that they're not even doing anything. Get a calendar, like, Tina Fey. God. God. But like she can assume that they're having sex. But it's also like he's been married. I don't know. It's it's such an old fashioned like wait till you're married to have sex. But it's also like he's been married already, and like I don't know. It's such a weird. That's why but it's, it's also funny. Being, I know, but it's also being like the mom just being intrusive. Yeah, which is funny. Uh, but Liz checks in with Floyd, and they have a little bit of communication error. Still at work, huh? Yeah, of course. Tracy's gone. I'm still at work. It's a nightmare. Ugh, is that how far apart my eyes are? I look like Admiral Akbar. <laughs> Relax. It's one of the reasons I like you. So listen, I was going to fly out there on Saturday, but I've got a bunch of stuff to take care of, so oh, now I'm going to fly out there. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right now. I'm going to come out there next Wednesday. Oh, that's a Wednesday? Uh, well, what's this family? thing doing now? What? Uh-oh. Yeah, Liz, I'm working. Breaking up. 
Did, did you say we were breaking up? Yeah. What? Wait, wait, why would you say we were breaking up? It's three in the morning. Hello? Wait. What? Oh, my God. breaking up with me? What hospital? Wait, whoa, Liz. I like that scene because you get to see more of Floyd and Liz, and that's always really fun. But I also really don't like that scene because it's just like it's so... Once, like, the 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 internet stuff happens that oh. i'm like oh god they're yeah. gonna go to like some weird like, it's a little rom-com misunderstanding it is and it's like you could eat yeah. and it's just one of those things where like misunderstandings are always funny no they're not because they're easily explained but i understand for comedy you can't explain it because it makes the funny it makes the joke not funny but it's just like one text would be like oh hey jack's in the hospital we need to talk about that conversation a little bit later let me go check on my friend Problem well, solved. But text messages still cost 25 cents in 2007. I, I get, yeah, and she's using a Razor phone. I think this is the last time we see a Razor phone. I think by next season she'll have an iPhone. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But Jack has had his heart attack and is now in the hospital. And we're playing a lot of clips. We're skipping some, but I mean, this is just how sort of tight and, and fun this episode is. There's just a lot of good bits in here. Um, so we get to the hospital, and Phoebe learns she's not his emergency contact, which I think she would know. No, no, no. There has to be some sort of misunderstanding. I'm his fiance. I'm sorry you're not family, and you're not his emergency contact. Oh. Now, his mother can go in if she wants to. Oh, no. I'm not going in there. I go in there, I get bird flu, I don't come out. Hi, I'm Liz Lemon. Somebody called me. Oh, yes. Mr. Donaghy designated you as his emergency contact. What? Ladies! What? This? No, no. I was at a costume party earlier this evening, and the hostess's dog attacked me, so I had to stab it. Oh. Jack's going to be <laughs> but he has had a pretty serious cardiac <laughs> Also, I suspect he may have scurvy, because he keeps asking for lemon. Uh, no. That's me. Oh. Uh, tell him his mother's here, and she loves him. But not in a queer way. <laughs> so first off, Chris Parnell was on point this episode because oh, everything was wacky, but it was all hilarious. Yeah. But my favorite thing about that scene is when he says that he had to stab the dog, and and Colleen's reaction is the. <gasps> <laughs> it's just the worst. Doesn't it? so funny. Uh, he's so like I, again. Leo Spitzman is a character. He's used just enough. He's never overused. But every time that he is on screen. It's just perfect. He's so good. Chris Parnell's delivery is always great. And I I don't forget this joke because I think it's one of the best Spichemin jokes, but just his delivery of like, oh yeah, and then it's like, I was like, yeah, the first thing you think is, oh God, he's in a horrible surgery and no, he's come out covered in blood. And, no, so I was at a costume party. Oh, so he's dressed up as a bloody dog. No, no, I had to kill something <laughs> at this party. I'd still come to the hospital and not change my scrubs. Like, oh, it's so good. It just delivers such a dry delivery. It's, it's great. Mm. So while Jack's in the hospital, Kenneth goes to check in at his cousin's house and see about bringing Tracy home. Yep. You'll like my cousin Jesse. He's real sweet. Ooh, they got a door. That's new. Hello there, cousin. What brings you to Parcel Hollow? Well, I'm here to pick up Tracy, of course. Well, that's peculiar. Why, he just left first thing this morning. Oh. Oh, must have misunderstood him. Must have. Sorry you came all this way for nothing. I'd invite you in, but I got a living room full of dead chimney birds. 
I have to say, Sean Hughes does give a good performance because oh, yeah. it's not really like anything else that I think I've seen him in. No, no, I don't think he's played that. And role. it's it's a little over it's a little over the top like stereotype, but still, it's like it's much different from anything. I don't know. It's still other roles like it done. still fits like he could be related to Kenneth because yeah. like, they're both like you know rural people, but not you know exactly the same. Yeah, you know, like they have some sort of slight city edge to them. I think, I think it's a fun character. So since they still haven't managed to find Tracy, Liz and Pete are struggling to figure out how to fill all the time on TGS. Yeah, and they get some really good ideas. I just timed the show, and without Tracy, we're still 20 minutes short. Liz, on the show, I could do the thing where I walk like Robocop. Your move, Creed. It's great. That's completely topical. Oh, hey, sorry. Would you like to dance in front of the band on TV tonight for like 10 minutes? What band? Our house band. No, thanks. Uh, Floyd called. How's that going? Not great. You know, we had a web chat last night, and I thought he said he wanted to break up with me. Oh, that must have freaked you out. Actually, I was kind of relieved. Hey, guys, I hear you're looking for someone to dance in front of the band. Uh, um, no. Oh, isn't this exciting? Everyone pulling together? I think the show's going to be really good this week. Oh, I hope Trey's okay. <sighs> no, she was. She wishes he were actually dead. <laughs> no, absolutely. Like, it's such it's such feigned interest in, in Tracy's yeah. safety. Also, surprise, Joss actually is in this episode very briefly. Yes, he is in this. I think this might be... No, I'm pretty sure he's in season two rather prominently. He, I don't think he has any other big stories, though. So this might be the last that we see of him regularly. But Kenneth makes a fun escape, and Tracy, and Grizz, and Dotcom from Jesse's house. It's a gigantic house, though, isn't it? Well, I'm sure real estate in rural Pennsylvania is pretty cheap. Tracy! Time for lunch. I hope you like chicken. Tracy has escaped. Thanks, Kevin, for saving me. I'll have you in New York in time for your traditional pre-show rant. I think it's going to be about immigration. so good i know what you look like i remember your face i know where you live oh you're so stupid <laughs> i wish i had a vehicle like it's just it's, it just felt like they said sean just say a whole bunch of stuff we won't use all of it just say a whole bunch of stuff and we'll use that and they were like oh god all of it's good we have to use all of it it's just perfect it's so much fun but we get, I guess you could say, like, a lie detector test. As Colleen, An unintentional lie detector unintentional, test, yeah. But, like, it also shows, like, the, her intelligence. And um, it sort of also comes back into play at the very end in the last scene. But um, just Colleen sort of using uh, his uh, EKG, is that what it is? Heart monitor, I guess. Heart monitor, yeah. yeah that's probably a better term. Uh, to sort of get the truth of Jack and, and Phoebe's relationship. Jack, I'm filling out all new paperwork to make me your emergency contact. Of course, Phoebe, you should. I mean, it's just so embarrassing. Mr. Donaghy, you want dessert? Good God, yes. Uh, let me ask you a few questions, Jack. Do you dye your hair? No, Mother. Why would I do that? Okay. What's your middle name? What? Just your middle name. Francis. D. 
Did you take $20 out of my pocketbook in the summer of 1970? No, I did not. Do you love me? Of course I do. I knew it. Do you love me? I see. They got pretzels downstairs. <laughs> so random. Yeah, you again. You think he's coming in because his heart monitor is going crazy? It's like no, there's there's pretzels. It's so fun. Wow, Colleen's face around this oh, entire facial expressions are so, so good. Great. They're yeah. just like childlike. They're wonderful. Yeah. Well, it's big. Like, I mean, you can tell, like, she's a theater actress because, right. like, her, her face is always, like, goes, like, huge. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do that for TV that much. But it's still hilarious. So they get back in the city, but there's a huge traffic gridlock. So Kenneth and Tracy can't get back to the studio. So they talk to a. Uh, a firefighter or an EMT or EMT, I guess, yeah. <laughs> who uh, they ask him if he can borrow his ambulance, but he tells them that it can only be used for an emergency. Yeah. So Kenneth sees a nearby uh, stairwell down to someone's basement yeah. and takes a fall for the team, so there can be an emergency to blast through the traffic. And I'm really glad we. I mean, they cut it just the perfect time because it really looks like it would just. He seems fine. Like his head is not bandaged up or anything. Like, he seems fine, but I feel like there would be a lot of just brain trauma yeah. from that. Well, point. I guess it depends on how you land and how many stairs you hit with your head on the way down. I mean, I just feel like your body yeah, hits I don't first. Know. I don't know. I mean, your head's just going to whip back. And it's just going to smack on yeah. concrete. I mean, I guess if you fall backwards like that, it's, it's, you probably would have died instantly, really. Because it probably would have his head in a bad place. And, but yeah, anyway, but it's a TV show, and Kenneth head. can't die, so... No. Well, he's, he's immortal, apparently. Exactly. So, oh, that's what they're setting up. They're setting up that Kenneth is immortal. Ooh. That's a fun read. So, Tracy makes it to the studio just, just in the nick of time. As Liz is giving him a great pep speech. Oh, it really is. It's yeah. a good pep talk, and, it, and it's also kind of like... I, I like The way I'm reading this is like, this is one of their best episodes. She has the line, and like, this might be our best episode. Yeah, I feel like... She knows there's some magic behind this the actual 30 Rock episode. She knows what she's talking about. Okay, I know this has been a really tough couple of days, but everyone has pulled together, and I am so proud and so pumped because I honestly think that this might be the best show we have ever done. Oh, thank God. We were so screwed. Tracy, you're alive. Here, Robocop out, cowboy. Hey, hang back in. Miss Lemon, I would like to recommend Kenneth the Page for NBC Medal of Excellence. Okay, okay, that doesn't exist, but you can write a letter for his file. I got a lot on my plate. Fine. Let's don't just stand there. Go eat something. Wait. I don't know what this is. Don't worry about it. Just read the cards and act super gay. Okay. Take this, Black Crusaders. It's Cowboy Hey. So the show goes off with a hitch. We get one last scene in the hospital where we basically close out the season. The wedding is off. Moving to Cleveland is off, which I thought was off the table last time. I feel like that was discussed, but I guess it was yeah, completely it's really off. Yeah, I guess it's completely off. For real this time. Um, but I do think they still try to make it work, but I could be wrong. I think this might be the end. Um, I feel like the second season starts with them still trying to keep in touch. But Yeah, no, it is. There's... They still try to keep in touch because that's the Seinfeld episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seinfeld. Seinfeld vision. Seinfeld vision. Good night. That's our show. Have a great summer, everybody. 
So I'm your emergency contact, huh? You're the only person I know who wouldn't hesitate to pull the plug. <clears throat> so when are you going to Cleveland? I'm not going. Are you getting married in two days? Oh, Phoebe is a lovely girl. But, no. I'm not getting married. So what do you think of the show? Honestly? I no longer think you're doing a terrible job. And I'm very proud of you. Thanks, Jack. I'm gonna pull the plug now. Whoa. Just let me do it. <laughs> oh, that was fun. That was a fun finale. Even like, no, I mean, knowing that they got you know more episodes, more seasons after this, but like, if that is, is that's where the show had ended, I think that's a satisfying. That would have been a good ending, yeah. Like everything's wrapped up. You know, their relationship had a roughy start. Rough, roughy <laughs> had a rough start, and you know, had a nice finish. But I mean, it's, uh, we we've got six more seasons to go. Um, but yeah, solid episode. Uh, I still think one of the top top three of this season, um, and it, it, it this really is the most almost Looney Tunes uh, season. Or this is the most Looney Tunes season one has gotten, and it, it sets the template for what more seasons of Thirty Rock will be as we go along. So, I wish Elaine Church were in more episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I agree. Actually, no. I, actually, she's such an over-the-top character. It's probably best in small doses. Is what yeah, makes it funnier. Maybe, yeah, but still, like she lists. She she makes such a strong impression that her all her scenes are yeah. hilarious. But I think I think she shows up in just about every season. Yeah. Going forward, at least once, if not multiple times, like in the beginning and the end, like for sweeps week and such, um, she shows up again. Yeah. Uh, great episode. Uh, any uh, final thoughts before we wrap up? I can't wait to see what's going to happen yeah, in season two. Season two. Is Tracy Jordan going to come back? Yes. I, he's, he just came back. <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> right, but at, at the beginning of the season, he was, like, brought in to save the show. Right, so right, right. I guess I meant more of, like, now that he's, you know, made the show bigger, is he going to go off and do bigger things? I got well, apparently I'm, not. To, I'm trying to remember what the overarching thing of season two is, and I'm kind of drawing a blank. Which is nice because that means I just get to rediscover it all over again. But it also is a it's a shorter season because that's when the, the writer strike. strike happens. So I think they're cut short. But yes, that's season one of Thirty Rock. Uh, do we have any final thoughts on the whole season before we wrap up? It was a good season, but obviously it's not going to be the best season. No, 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 no. no. But it it got better as it went along. It didn't. It, it 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 stuttered at the start. You know, I would say it's pretty even across because I think the back half had its share of stuff. Because I mean, especially the two before this episode were okay, but I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think I think there were a fair amount of good episodes early on and a fair amount of just okay episodes later on as well. Yeah, so fair. I don't think it's as took it took some time to find its tone or whatever as. It seems to be purported as for the most part, I guess. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, I mean, I, 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 I mostly agree. I do think, uh, I do think that it stumbled more in the beginning because it felt like it was trying to be a little bit more grounded and serious. And then when they sort of realized they could go a little bit more wacky and 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. They, they definitely they got wacky over they, the course yeah, of the season. They leaned into that more, but they were still yeah. maybe trying to juggle. Can we do grounded with a bit of wacky, or should we just go full wacky? So, like the first season is them just weighing what they can and can, and what they should and shouldn't do um, throughout the the first season. But I mean, we come back with season two, and it's immediately strong as we get a, a Jerry Seinfeld uh, cameo throughout the entire episode. And it's a lot of fun in season two houses a lot of um, my personal favorite episodes we get milf island which is a fun Yay. reality parody and cooter oh yeah cooter burger with the murderer michael uh, matthew broderick shows up that's always fun um we get some shots against george we'll get more shots against george bush and then uh that whole cabinet yeah even though it's a truncated uh season with the writer strike taking out um probably six to eight episodes just Based on normal uh, episode count, we get fun Carrie Fisher, uh, we get Matthew Broderick, we get Dennis comes back, we get Jerry Seinfeld. It's a David uh, David Schwimmer shows up. Like it's a pretty cameo filled season, and they just really go into the wacky. Al Gore shows up in the same episode with David Schwimmer, um, which he'll come back again. I think it's season three or four. But yeah, season two is strong, even if it is a bit short. So I'm looking forward to getting to it. And uh, we thank you for joining us on season one. Uh, Anything else before we wrap up? That's it. That's it. All right. So as always, thank you for joining us on Go To There. We'll catch you in season two. If you like what we're doing, uh, Apple Podcasts and reviews is going to be the best thing for us. And if you like what we're doing, you can donate to our coffee, ko-fi.com backslash go to there. And we thank you and we'll see you in season two. David, take us out. See you next season. might be the best show we have ever done.